was watching uh, a podcast and I think it was like Black Hollywood or something like that. And you were talking about, I think it turned you over in Harlem or something like that. Oh, uh, whoa. Well, I got a show now. Yeah, well, let's just start the podcast yeah. live from the studio, guys. Yeah. We're giving away this, giving away this, this free stuff. <laughs> Give me free shit, brother. <laughs> Can I cuss up here? I don't know. Yeah, Absolutely. Sure, yeah. It'd be weirder if you didn't. I'm uh, Eric Glazer. I'm Jimmy Seleski. We got uh, Rel Battle on today. Thank you guys for having me, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for coming it. through, man. Well, I had to, awesome man. Um, but uh, what I was going to say was, from what I understood, because you were one of the original founders of like the Roast Battle, right? Yes, have you seen Roast Out Battle? Out in LA, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We started uh, Roast Battle three years ago in the belly room in the comedy store yeah. and then uh we kind of took it i i moved to new york for a little bit mm-hmm. i started a version out there i had yeah. one in i had one in boston i had one in uh, oakland i had one in atlanta and yeah. one in toronto so, so uh, am i mistaken in thinking that battle isn't your real last name that is my real last name is it really yeah that real is battle. a gift from well, god no it's a gift from the slave owners of uh <laughs> 17 <Very 80>. true. <laughs> <laughs> like you'll thank me one day boy <laughs> you'll thank me later so, <laughs> my real shit was probably mobutu tutu or some shit <laughs> Um, it translates to battle. Yeah. <laughs> yes, so absolutely. it just it just kind of helped with the show. It was my show, and uh, it helped define. You know, yeah. it's hard to try to take a show with your last names on it because that's what yeah. happens all the time. So yeah, that's it. Was the show was called the Rail Battle Battle originally, and then uh, then I stopped being vain and uh, <laughs> it just it Still just kept made the battle. Yeah, though. we don't kept the battle. Though. Yeah, <laughs> for <Wow>. tax purposes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then uh, we thought Rose Battle was just more. It was catchier. You know, mm-hmm. and I think it is. So I'm happy about it. Were you running? And and so you started doing that. Um, you said you had one in L.A. You had one in uh, up in New York the, at the, the time too. The first one was in L.A. And the first one blew up in like four months, man. It blew up really fast. And then uh, we uh, just to expand as it got it got so big in L.A. that it um, it kind of lost a little bit of the magic because it was like a small underground. It was open micers. It was yeah, and it was like a, people at like my the, level. It was just like raw. In like the belly room or the something, belly room, right? like and then the smallest room in the comedy store. Small room like, in the comedy store. It was just raw. It was all the young guys coming up. We were all coming up, messing around. We had a space and we kind of organized it. And next thing you know, Sarah Silverman's there, Dave Chappelle's there, Russell, John Mayer, everybody. Sounds yeah. terrible, dude. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> well, no, it's it's God great, damn. but it's but it's like anything that gets so exposed, you lose a little bit of the magic. Certain yeah. things you couldn't do anymore. It's not like really underground. It's not anymore. underground anymore, which yeah. is great. You know, Green Day yeah, was the best indie band there was until until uh, <laughs> they went platinum. <laughs> so true. So I. Uh, but wasn't that kind of the goal the whole time though? Like I'm that, imagining. No, no. I'm listen. I'm not complaining at all. You know, it's great. It's on TV now. I get paid. Is that the? Is that because I know I, I was looking at your IMDb and I saw like the Jeff Ross uh, thing. You were on that, or have you been on that before? Yeah, we uh, Jeff Jeff. Uh, we ended up. Uh, he's a roast master. He's, he was one of the celebrities that would come to the show. Really, and we ended up got him to produce the show, and he put his name on it, like a brand, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they, uh, he actually kind of piggyback. I don't want to say he's piggyback. like the Tom Tom Clancy. He just puts his name on the like, <laughs> 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 National Lampoon's Real Battle. Puffy don't Puffy don't make beats. He's produced nah. on every album. <laughs> That's fucking dope. So uh, yeah, and, and then uh, also. Real battle, battle, or Jeff Ross presents. Like, what you? If I'm Comedy Central, they weren't thinking about me, so it helped push the to get it to TV. So yeah, for sure, so it's pretty. pretty but you cool. got the you got Superior Donuts now though, cooking. Got Superior Donuts. Uh, what is that? I, I was Donuts, trying to figure that out. It's a show on CBS. It started in uh, January, starring uh, myself and Katie Seagal from Married with Children and oh. and uh, Sons of Anarchy and yeah, Futurama. And I think, um, is oh. Jermaine on? Jermaine that too? Fowler's on yeah, it. Yeah, another DC guy. Another DC guy. Judd Hirsch is on it. Uh, Keckner, Whammy from uh, Sport 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 Champ. 
Uh, from uh, Anchorman. Yeah, Champ yeah. Kai from Anchorman. Yeah. So a lot of Anchorman. lot of funny people on it, man. And uh, it's, it's you talking about the guy that like that doesn't really have a chin. Am I thinking about the right no, guy? No, the ball ball guy. Ball guy from Anchorman. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, I got and, uh, it. He's on it. So it's like a lot of fun, man. It's on CBS. We're coming back for season two. It's, it's fun. What it's is it about? Amazing. Like it's about a coffee shop. It's like oh, the oh, you know, regular old versus new. You got an old Judd Hirsch from Taxi doesn't want to change things. Young guy named Jermaine comes in and tries to keep him up to date on what's going on in the world. And try to make the make him a more profitable business. And I play uh, I play Jermaine's best friend. So wow, cool yeah. show. How'd you how'd you how'd you fall into that? Audition, just fucking begging. Uh, <laughs> washing clothes, cleaning cars, whatever I had to do. I just went to an audition, man. I auditioned like the, like three, like three times, and they're like, "All right, fucker, just, just stand here and say some lines." And then uh, here, we, here we are, man. Same, same thing. I wish I had a great story for you, but that's kind of how it happened. No, that was a good story. That was, yeah, that was, it was pretty. Yeah. <laughs> it was but cool. how did you get eight out of ten in the Kid Cudi Snoop Dogg? You guys do your homework, <laughs> man. Like the Nardwar podcast, huh? <laughs> like Nardwar, you're better than Nardwar. He's weird. Uh, I um, it's a it's a LA artist named Murs, who's a, a big indie artist in LA, and I uh, I did his his video, and then I was I was playing funny, you know, funny mm-hmm. guy, and then um, yeah, well, you're a funny guy. I'm alright. <laughs> we'll see about tonight's show. Okay. <laughs> like, it will be seven forty five and nine forty five show, <laughs> doing Preakness when seven people are going to be there. Um. No, I did a, a, a local artist named Murs, his video, and Murs, is, his manager is also managers of like Corrupt and DJ Quick, these these rappers, and then they also manage Snoop Dogg. Oh, shit. So I just kept, I just got passed around like a comedy whore. <laughs> For all the music nice. videos. For all the music videos, <laughs> and uh, until they smoked me out and put me in the Kid Cudi oh, uh, Snoop Dogg video, so it was pretty... <laughs> It was, it was, it what was do my, they need comics for for music videos for? Comics, they don't think the music's enough sometimes, so they ask us to you know just mm-hmm. do funny. Sh- I don't care. Like, was there any audio, or they just wanted you to, like look? Yeah, funny, you know, right? I got a, I got a go- I have goofy. I have go- I have a goofy face. So you make a couple <laughs> of make a couple of faces, and they they pay to be. I didn't care. Like I'm gonna hang out with Snoop. Yeah, for can real. I smoke some Kid of his Cuddy? weed? Like, Kid Cudi, like that's that's the two people you want to be hanging out. This is before fucking... Kid Cudi went crazy. This is yeah, like when, you know dude, this is when he was regular Kid. I remember Cuddy. when that music video came out. I, obviously, yeah, yeah. you know, I didn't realize it was. What you. song was that? Because I I don't. Uh, it was Don't Forget That Tree. Oh, oh dude, dude, we listen to that all dude, the time. Like senior year, that was like that was like number <laughs> yeah. one, number yeah. one hit of listen the head. to that fucking Maui Wowie. Yeah, and, like, wish we were smoking. Yeah, weed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was the thing. So it was a fun, it was a fun time, man. It was pretty cool. I've done a lot of a lot of videos, man. I was a video. You got to be a video whore first as a black comedian. That's what they make. That's what they tell you. <laughs> That's really? the rite of passage. <laughs> I feel like for anyone too, really, it's just yeah, exposure. Really, it's yeah, like, yeah. Well, yeah, I was. Doing, I mean, I was. I was on open mics mm-hmm. back then. Would we say no to a Kid Cudi video? Did you uh, yeah. start doing? How long? So you you're from DC originally. Yeah. How, were, were you doing? How long were you doing comedy in DC before you left? You know, I, I wasn't, man. I was like, I went to Maryland and I was like. Um, I was hosting stuff at College Park. It's messing, you know, they have like little yeah, shows and stuff. Does College then, Park uh, have a scene down there? I feel like College uh, Park. Kinda, you know what? It's more so DC, right? Yeah, it's more so DC. And if they did, I didn't go to it. I think the Thirsty Turtle might have had comedy or something back in the day, Maybe, or the Green yeah, Turtle or something. Green, tur- awesome. yeah, one of them. One of one of those turtles. <laughs> and uh, whichever one it is, I don't think it exists anymore. I think they have the Terrapin Turf now. Dude. Is it? How I mean, how how long? What year did you graduate from uh, UMD? Two thousand and fuck. When did I graduate? Two thousand and fuck. I was I was high most of the time. <laughs> I don't remember. My, my last year I smoked a lot. At of least weed. you graduated. Dude. Yeah. That's yeah. Well, I didn't get a degree, so we'll see. Uh, <laughs> no, I uh, no, I, didn't, I started in L.A. I went to I went to L.A. to be an actor. 
And so you just kind of moved out there and figured it out there. when you got there. You know what? You know how you know, but I still was like, mm-hmm. ah. yeah, you like kind of lie to yourself. You lie, you lie to your family, yeah, you lie to yourself. Yeah. You, I kind of knew that I was going to do it. I was kind of doing it at a certain level, and then uh, in LA, I'm alone now, and I can just jump on the stage at the haha. Yeah, no, no one knows who you are. No one has any like expectations. Yeah, like cares. this guy just graduated college. And nobody he's doing sees this. shit. I can suck. <laughs> what I happen is I walked into this place called the haha, which where every most comics start in LA, mm-hmm. and you pay five dollars, right? And I went in. I I, got, I just got fired from Cheesecake Factory. Yo, yeah, I was gonna say we both worked at the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> yeah, I worked there for too. years. Yeah, I got fired too. <laughs> but you know what? I was I was uh, I told this story before, but I was uh, instead of taking orders, I was writing jokes like in like in the in the break room or whatever. And I and I kept getting in trouble for writing jokes. And I finally got fired from writing jokes. So I said, Why don't I just do what I keep getting fired for? And uh, I got fired that same day. I think it was a Monday afternoon. And I went I went to the Ha Ha. Just go watch comedy because I was like so fucking depressed. And I saw this girl on stage and she was horrible. And then she comes off stage. And that's not to say women aren't funny. Yeah, yeah. But it should be like she wasn't funny. That. And uh, they gave her money. She somebody gave her twenty dollars. I was like, you get paid to be bad. So I could do that. <laughs> you know, and that's and, I, and then I was I was a comic. I was a. I mean, were you comic. working? So at that from that point on, after you got. Fire from cheesecake. Were you working any more side jobs? Were you full time comedian at that? No, point? man. I still was. I, I I knew what I wanted to do, but I was cheesecake, and I was like, it, it cost five dollars. I had to get five dollars, so I was yeah. at Enterprise rent a car. Right. I was like a, I taught, taught, acting comedy at an elementary school. Really? Yeah. What was your degree in from Maryland? It was communicate communications. <laughs> hey, it worked out, dude. But my really really conveying yourself quite well right now. All my electives were theater. I took all the theater electives there. Okay, yeah. I so I did ask everything. You had any theater background? I passed out flyers for some Damian Wayans Showtime show in like a what you call it, like a, a what you call it, a crazy uh, straight jacket that was like a promo. I did all that so I can still do open mics at night, and then uh, eventually you get to the point where you can. Were you able to like quit your day yeah, job? It took me about six years to to get some years. good money. Yeah, so man. you know, what I'm saying so it was pretty good. And so, how long would you say you've been doing it full time at this point? Full time, uh, about um, eight. eight oh, 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 since the six years. Well, since like since you were able to like, I've been doing, be... it, for, I've been doing it for ten years. So my six years when I started making money, where I didn't do nothing else. Okay. So for the last last four years or so. Wow. That's dope. Yeah. I've been, That's the dream, I'm pretty, dude. Pretty good, you know. So it took a while, man, but uh, you know, it's fun. You, know, you always can grow. There's no, it's always more goals to try yeah. to achieve and shit. You know. Yeah. That's what I like a lot about comedy i'm sure you like that about music too just because like there's no like end goal of it there's yeah. always going to be something new and like a new mountain to climb or, i like, truly mm-hmm. believe a true artist is never happy mm-hmm. i mean we're happy in life we're happy in like our marriage or whatever you're not happy never satisfied prince wasn't satisfied yeah you know what i mean he he died doing like who, who michael jackson died work from overwork drugs too but overwork you know what i mean mm-hmm. like michael if michael jackson wasn't fucking satisfied who, the, who am I? You know, yeah, exactly. You're never happy. You're never. Or like if you just like look at Dave Attell and he's just like, ah, I fucking bombed. I Dave Attell has. Dave Attell has the. He feels like he has the career of of uh, open middle and comic. Yeah. One of the greatest comics I ever know. lived. Louis C.K. is still angry. Yeah. Greg Giraldo was that way, dude. He you, was another like, one of those guys. You know, you there's there's nothing Louis hasn't done at this point. Yeah, he's he's done a David O. Russell movie. You fucking had. Classic specials, mm-hmm. TV show, another two t- multiple TV shows. Like, he did like that paid, like the play, like the theater, like the exactly. Horse and Pete. Like I think I, Horse crazy. and Pete. I think 2017 is his best special in like four years. I really like it a lot. I thought it was amazing. You know what I mean? 
quiet as kept. I love Chappelle's special. Louis might have been a little bit. Better. I think the only thing about Ch- Chappelle's special was he recorded those like a year or two ago. Like yeah. they weren't fresh. Like you know, maybe what that's I mean? what it is. Yeah, I didn't see. I think he has another one coming out this summer where it was yeah, like yeah. just recorded. Louis, I, I I thought Louis. I think Louis is a little bit more of a performer, and I it, might disagree with this at first. Uh, than Dave Chappelle is. Dave Chappelle, to me, first of all, in his special, I didn't quite catch on that it wasn't fresh. It seemed contemporary enough. Yeah. But at the same it was time, contemporary because he just hadn't put anything out for like. Yeah. Well, you understand? Yeah. People like Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, certain people can talk about stuff that happened mm-hmm. five years ago. Yeah. Dave Chappelle can talk about OJ today because he's mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle. I couldn't yeah, do yeah. that. But he had Dave Chappelle. What I think Dave Chappelle had that Louis didn't have as much of in his special is Dave Chappelle had an overarching like theme and narrative to his entire special. Like he took it somewhere. Yeah, that's like true. you saw his Saturday Night Live monologue. Yeah. Dave Chappelle, especially in his newer specials, dude. When I watch him do comedy now, he is able to combine like comedy and like talking shit with like. By the end of the special, you're like. This guy's got a really good point. Versus like Louis, Patrice, which Patrice is just, O'Neal, Patrice O'Neill was like that. Yes, yeah. yes. You know, you know, you know make, I don't mean to cut you off. What make Dave even great SNL, right? People forget that shit had to come together within the last day. Oh my, yeah. Because, yeah. because, because Trump won like three days before. Yeah. Mm. So he probably didn't get a lot of time to really work that shit out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what makes him great. I'm sure, but, they had like sketches for Trump winning and Hillary winning until election day. Yeah. I bet they're like, but overworked. Dave Chappelle's like one of those guys. I I truly believe that he just like he was he was up there speaking what he felt, dude. Mm. And I'm not saying Louis doesn't do that, but Louis kind of stays a little bit away from like, like I feel like Dave Chappelle kind of tackles the social issues head on and like mm. addresses them. Versus Louis, Louis's much more of like I what I would consider a true comedian. Like he's just a comic. I, I would say I, I he pushed a, it pretty far with that SNL monologue though. He always he, does. Like the pedophile joke. Oh my dude, god, that one. To was me, insane. that was great. To me, that dude, was great. That he was did, on NBC. He did that's it on crazy. NBC. Twelve million people watching. I would have to watch that. I, I think I might have seen it before, but I'm not sure. What did he do? He was talking he about. He talked about how great being a pet. Yeah, he they was keep. Like, what he said they uh, they they keep they they molest kids and they keep doing. I'm killing it. Yeah, like um, they keep doing it. It must be it must great. Be really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I did no see that. I did one see kid. That. <laughs> so he took that Can't risk on NBC and they let him do it, and he did it, and it's like that's he, balls. He pushes the envelope in his own way, absolutely. And, and, dude. He, and he could take a topic that everybody's talked about, abortion, or you know, when he did that joke about. Yeah, well, that's the thing with Chappelle too. It's like you think like it's. You wouldn't write, or I wouldn't at least. I wouldn't write a joke about something Chappelle writes a joke about because I think it's like already treaded on so many times. But they're just like so fucking like they can find an angle no exactly, one's thinking about. Exactly. When Louis said them. Louis, Louis, when Louis said uh, about uh, anti, what he said uh, anti-abortion people, yeah. and he and he says they think that babies are being murdered. Why wouldn't they be crazy? <laughs> exactly. Oh, I don't want to be and, uncool about it. Yeah, I've never, and it's like, we've heard abortion jokes forever. He found an angle, and I'm like, yeah. It was yeah. hilarious. They're not crazy. They my think favorite, babies are being murdered. My favorite one from that special, when he was talking about how Christianity won, and he was like, you don't believe me? Christianity won? What year is it? Yeah. You're like, 2017. 2017 from what? And he was like, by the way, what are they? What were those years? What was the year three called in the year three? Yeah, yeah. And they were doing the bit about the guy. who's was like, dude, what year? He's like, yeah, it's three. He's like, well, I'm 28. How did that happen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, what do you say? Uh, uh, death to Christianity. Happy New Year. Or whatever. Like, <laughs> In like, 2017. So 
shit is we think about a thousand. He just has that next level, man. I'm not even a big, a huge Louis fan. Real shit. He's uh the thing I I I I probably like Dave Chappelle and Louis C.K. equally, but for different reasons. When I watch Louis C.K. on talk shows, you Louis, I imagine I've never met him personally, obviously, so it probably doesn't matter my opinion on him. But when I watch him, I feel like he's one of those guys that like you can tell when he's on like when he's talking to like Conan or something he's like that he's on a bit yeah you can yeah. see he's doing a bit versus dave Chappelle is like dave Chappelle. i imagine is one of those guys that like can literally weave in just like joking in a conversation whereas louis is louis is a really good joke constructor louis louis is is, is a hard work some I, I believe some people are extremely hard workers people forget louis was 20 years in the game before he really you know mm-hmm. Ch- Chappelle. i truly believe God said you're going to be a comedian. Yeah, and I think very few people. Dave's got a natural. I think God did that for Eddie, for Richard Pryor, you know, Chappelle. I think certain people you said you're going to be a comedian. Other people you're going to work your ass off to be great. And don't really matter how you get there, but mm-hmm. that's. I think Dave can go on stage and do an hour off. Just but Dave Chappelle also sure. kind of had like a reverse experience where he he had his fame come real at a, a young age, yeah. and then he went through a time in his life when it was like he was kind of like ostracized from all that yeah. after the Chappelle but, show. But think about it, he's so kind of evened he, out. He's kind of always been famous. Yeah, I mean, exactly. You could say the same thing about Louis though too. He like was kind of an outcast until. I mean, people liked him within the comedy community, but Louis was. That's what I'm saying. So they like both had the comic. same. He was a middling comic for so long, and yeah. he's kind of broke out of that. I don't really know what they both paid like the same his, amount of dues, uh, just at different times or yeah. whatever. I think it was like his two thousand eight or nine or ten special, Live from was, the Beacon or whatever. Was and that like, the one that broke him out? I feel like it was because it was. I think it was like a Netflix special, and then Netflix started popping, and everyone was like, "Oh, it's what? What's uh, this?" I don't know. Good question. I don't know. I didn't think about it, but you know. Anyway. About us. Yeah. About our, yeah. What are we doing? Really killing it. Adidas, baby. Pull up Adidas. a nice Adidas. car and everything. Are you? Are you? Would you say that your main initiative? Because I know now, you know, you're doing this show, Superior mm-hmm. Donuts. Was are you? You said you did theater electives in college. Is was stand up a, a means to getting to acting, or is stand up your main thing? Stand up is, is my baby, man. I love it all, man. A lot of comics always say, "Well, I'm only doing." this TV show to get people to come to my shows. It's like, no, like I, 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 I like being funny with a microphone or being on a stage with lines. I like jokes. I like humor. Yeah. So any way I could do that, you know, if I, if I can write an article for, you know, I don't know, the New York or like a I would do that if it's funny. Okay. I, I just like being funny. So if you get to deliver your comedy, it doesn't really matter. Is it specifically comedy? Have you ever considered like any well, yeah, I mean, I mean, drama I mean, we, uh, acting? We were talking about uh, before you got here, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, yeah, who who in entertainment wouldn't want to be on a fucking Marvel movie? Like, Dude, for sure. Yeah. I think Steve G was in that. Right? Oh, was he? Yeah. yeah, he was one of the uh, he the was like one of the uh, yeah. He was. I, that's yeah, right. Yeah. He was. <laughs> um, so I, I mean, so stand up is my bread and butter. It's my baby. It's what it, it's what fuels everything. I'm always come back to it. But no, if I could be funny in a Judd Apatow movie, why the oh, fuck wouldn't sure. I? Like, yeah. Dude, a lot of comics look down on that shit. Like, nah. This yeah, is people just... view it as like selling out almost. And that's it's, so, it to is... me, that's so stupid. And I always say this I say, Eddie Murphy stopped doing comedy at 27. He had two specials. And he only does movies. And say he, people say he sells out. Who's funny to Eddie Murphy? Name me, name me five comics, honestly, who are funny to Eddie Murphy. And you can't. You can debate. There's nobody who's, de- they're all debatable. You know, it's weird. It's weird for me. And, and comedy is one of those things that really you can see it because comedy is one of those things that it, you really have to be in the time to fully appreciate it. Yeah. And so I don't ever get the sense that 
I can appreciate a Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, even like early George Carlin stuff when because it's 20 years later. Mm. You can see that they're funny, but a lot of it is like the context of what's going on at the time. You know, so it's like when I watch Eddie Murphy versus like, uh, I don't know, like a Dave Chappelle. I, I, I prefer Dave Chappelle, but also he, mm. Dave Chappelle has the advantage of being my contemporary. But I mean, it's the same thing as like, if, you know, my dad loved D- Dr. J. I love Jordan. My little cousin loves LeBron. I mean, it's, it's a, all it's relative, really. This is, what I, this, is how I became, this is how I started to look back at Richard, right? Because Eddie mentioned him, right? And I go, okay. I didn't, Richard, I didn't get that first either. And I watched his special, the one with the gold shoes uh, in, in Long Beach. And you look at the context, you go, Richard changed, everything started with Richard Pryor as far as, the we, we're all influenced by Richard and don't even know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before Richard yeah. Pryor, this, this is honesty. Yeah, this, like, is why, this is why I call him, you know, the greatest, you know. Jordan's the greatest, but I think LeBron's my generation's greatest. But, like, comics didn't roll around on the floor. Comics didn't take the microphone out of the mic. Comics weren't honest. You forget, before Richard Pryor, it was, take my wife. She's killing me. My wife. I just came on the carpet. Boy, my arm's tired. You didn't move much. You did a little bit of acting out. You you stayed behind the microphone. You see what I'm saying? You barely took it out. And then you talked about stuff that was cool and fair. Richard would sit there. Richard was doing crowd work. People weren't doing that. He would sit there and think. He would commit. He would bomb. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He yeah. Would, yeah. He would be like, character. He would roll on the ground and do <laughs> act outs. Comics didn't do that before him. Mm-hmm. So Eddie Murphy had his quote on Behind the Actors Studio. Uh, was it Behind the Actors? Was it uh, Inside the Actors? He says, "Richard was like Brando. Everything changed." Yeah. So when 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 he came to the game, it's like Kanye's music. Mm-hmm. Dude, it yeah. Was, Kanye changed. Everything rap. was hard rapping, gangster. Kanye said, "I'm gonna sing. I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna be emo." Which, which spawned, I think, get some fucking choirs and instruments. Which spawned J. Cole, Drake, Kid Cudi. You know, what which I'm is why yeah. so much of that depends on the context of how you're viewing it. If you go into watching a Richard Pryor bit without understanding everything that was, without understanding that, no, this was the first time we saw somebody do this. Which is why somebody from the '70s is probably far more capable of appreciating because they were actually existing in those times and they saw that happen right in front of their you eyes. Know, yeah, you're right. Because like now you see comics. Uh, alliterate and give give their dog a voice and yeah you know what I mean or just like kind of like the edgy stuff today and yeah. then you try to look back at like and, Carlin and, and be like oh Carlin got arrested no, and, for this shit but yeah. this, this is what I'm saying still which is still mm-hmm. it, still cause and I'm Rich's way this is what I'm saying I was like you I'm Eddie but I had to go back and do the homework because mm-hmm. nobody is still more honest Maybe Carly, but Rich was talking about beating his wife. Yeah, sucking dick for crack. Comics don't talk about beating kissing their it. wife. Kiss, just kissing Richard it. was talking about getting fucked in the ass. Yeah. There was no comic talking about that still. He's yeah. talking about I used to beat my wife and I lit myself on fire because I was coked out. He's still more honest than everybody today. Yeah, well, he what had, comic, what straight comic's gonna say I got fucking ass? I, I got molested. Well, first of all, you got to go out and get fucked in the ass before you can be honest about <laughs> but it. What so com- but I'm saying, what comic? He just has an advantage Jim on me in that. Jim Norton. Jim Norton. Yeah, Jim Norton. I get you, Jim Norton. But uh, to be the, it's the same argument when people always get in these debates over like in the music aspect of things like, oh, who was the best guitarist of all time, or who was the best this, that, the other thing, and and I always say one of my favorites is always Jimi Hendrix, not because I necessarily think that he was. Uh, like a better technical player than like a Stevie Ray Vaughan or a Jimmy Page or something like that or like an Eric Clapton. But what you have to take into account is nobody was doing that shit. Nobody was, nobody, I mean, the first person who discovered that when you turn an amplifier up high enough, it gets that weird, crunchy, distorted sound. Yeah. Nobody was doing that before. The first guy who figured that out and started doing it, uh, everybody else that follows after that, it's like, yeah, it's awesome that they were able to follow that path and be really good at following. But it's like, you got it. I always give priority to the people who, who, 
paved the way. Well, no, yeah, you're right. Because you know, but Eric Clapton even says Jimmy was his, was the greatest guitarist. So and Eric Clapton, like I, I think he's fine, but he didn't honestly. He was like, uh, I don't know how into music you are, but Eric Clapton was a he was a very blues purist. He wanted to keep true. everything conventional. You're right, but it would Stevie Ray Vaughan be more of a, a great riff? Well, Stevie player? Ray Vaughan. The reason I I, I give uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan priority over uh, Eric Clapton Clapton is it? I think Stevie Ray Vaughan. First of all, he he didn't necessarily revolution he didn't do anything uh new for blues other than make it like pop like he took up genre and like suddenly out of out of nowhere in the early 90s like he made it like pop radio again and he had the whole image about it and he like was he was electric to watch him perform and everything like that so he brought a new element to an old thing so what do people put like prince who did pretty much prince, every fucking and thing prince is of. prince is possibly one of the most underrated guitarists of all time you talk to a lot of people they don't even know he was that dope you know guitar. why you know why because prince was also so much was, other shit going he was on so considered as the way he dressed yeah, his, like his, sex his, his sex symbol he was he was his he was, he was yeah. r&b dude he the was, guy was he was uh you know he was pop and it wasn't like hard rock man you look at that fucking uh what was that shit the video uh the uh, rock Roll hall of fame when he played with uh tom petty uh, guitar gently weeps his solo. Yeah, yeah. Look that you ever seen that? Look up Prince's I mean, solo. Guitar gently dude, weeps. Pull that up right now, dude. Oh, he no. was a fucking. Oh my gosh, he dude. was an absolute. People forget like Prince in the Revolution. Yeah. Dude, dude could play every instrument in that band better than the dudes in his fucking. He you would know, he, he would kick the drummer no. off the thing and be like, no, it's like this. Yeah, and then no. tell him to get back there and do it. People Incredible. Don't, people don't understand his first albums. He played, arranged every single song. He would play every instrument. He only got a band. Cause he to play it in yeah, the show. Yeah, cause you can't do it all. <laughs> cause he'd be on the drums on his first album, second album. He would do all that shit, and he would have to hire band members to play the shit. Mm-hmm. Like he played it. Like he was, he was incredible. And he was such a performer that somehow being that much of a genius at music was like his second most notable. Yeah, people always compare him to Michael. People always compare him to Michael, the greatest entertainer. You can't even compare Michael Jackson and, yeah. or Michael Jordan. Michael Jackson, as far as greatest, you know, one of the greatest. Well, Michael artists. Jackson. Yeah. You but, can't. You can't compare. He played eleven instruments. If you can, yeah, yeah and because, he'd been doing it for. He had more like years in the game than anyone in music. I well, no, know. well, no. He started. He he got a record deal at seventeen, right? Michael's been here since five. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but the difference oh, that's what is I meant. Michael has. Oh, Michael, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. if you were just if you bring it to strictly performance, it's a tough call. It's hard. Strictly dude. as a performer, Michael Jackson versus Prince, it's tough because Prince had his own thing going. Michael you know Jackson, what? Had his you know what? You know what? As I get older, I still say no. Only because Prince would dance and do the splits and shit. He couldn't moonwalk. He couldn't dance as good. But when he would split and do moonwalks and he would and when he would do his splits and shit, he would go behind the drums and play, go behind the guitar, go to bass, go to keyboard. Michael could dance fucking good. Mm-hmm. But that was about it. And then Prince still had to sing. Michael Michael yeah. Jackson was a better singer, in my opinion. I agree with you that. He was better a better singer, singer, better dancer. But Prince could still sing pretty well. And he had more he had he had more bangers. But he could, he, could, he could still Prince could still sing pretty well. Prince could still dance pretty fucking well, and he played every instrument. It's easy to have bangers when everybody's writing your shit, but Prince wrote his own. So yeah, he wrote his own. They're not. Shit. It's yeah. it, they, they're not even the same category. Even though you, it, it's a it's incredible because when you compare Prince and Michael Jackson strictly on one aspect, the performance mm-hmm. aspect, it's amazing how much Prince stacks up to Michael Jackson. Where I still think Michael Jackson edges him out, but then you forget that Prince has a whole other element to who he is you on the compare, musical side. You can compare Prince to Stevie Ray Vaughan, to Michael Jackson, to another pop art. You can Joe, Joe and he can he can David Bowie. He can, can hang yeah. with the best of them in any category. You can put him in multiple categories, and that's why I think you kind of kind of give it to him on 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 uh, uh, on paper. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, I kind of gave it to Prince too, just because he knew who he was from like 16 until he died. He knew like, he was. He knew. Imagine now it's cool to be kind of not androgynous, but it's like Frank Ocean can be gay and can mm-hmm. be f- like, whatever you want to call it. Even, mm-hmm. Prince, even though we don't really know what he was, he was doing this shit <laughs> in the 70s Dude, yeah, and women 80s. And before, men it loved was, him. before it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that was like the worst time to do it. You know hard, <laughs> like, you know hard, like Frank Ocean, of course you're going to win the Grammy. It's easy yeah. to be gay now. <laughs> so what? You're, Yo, gay. You did you're this. gay, so what? You, did. You, know, you were singing, I knew. <laughs> like, of course yeah. you're gay. Everybody's don't. gay. Everybody knew your ass Ellen, gay. Ellen has the number one talk, daytime talk show. Oh, yeah. you're, you're not, no, you're not, Frank Ocean isn't a fucking hero. <laughs> Prince was gay when you can get killed for being gay. <laughs> it was Prince be, gay, though? Well, I mean, he was... He was, people thought he was gay. But the thing is, back in the 70s and 80s, all that like super flamboyant shit, like Queen, dude, who didn't know Queen Queen, was gay? Freddie Mercury, they were like that. Dude, first of all, it was gay to not be gay in the 80s, dude. Like everybody's wearing the long hair with the spandex. But AIDS, nobody cared. Yeah, all those people just fucked so much. They're like, nobody cared. You know, you you can still get beat up and, and, and the people that beat you up wouldn't receive consequences for it. Now it's just whatever. You, pop music is manlier now than it was in the eighties, dude. I, mean, I would probably, say. I mean, I would pop, say. Was, pop was David Bowie. It was George Michael. It was. Yeah, dude, John. George Michael's like the gayest guy that ever lived. That's what I'm dude. saying you're right. In the 80s. <laughs> Wham! He you're sang right. Jitterbug, dog. You're right. <laughs> Jitterbug. You're right. In the eighties, it was That's so. the AIDS. That's the AIDS song. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm thinking about it. I gotta rethink. Like Prince might have been Prince. I mean, Prince didn't do I mean, shit I mean, for the industry, dog. I mean, artists. Of, think about it. You really look at it. You look at stats, artists of all time, all say basketball, like rebounds, points, assists. Who who's better than Prince overall? Really, seriously, who overall? And he still has like a whole vault of music that on, he hasn't released on paper. <laughs> yeah, That's on paper. A, I'm I'm paper. heavily heavily thinking about. Tell me that on, question you just on asked. paper. Who has more accolades? Who has more? You know, album sales, hit songs, controversy, image, influence other people. Uh, dance, can sing, play every instrument, pop music, uh, rock music, R&B music. Who has hit every genre? That's, that's I mean, yeah, I can't think of anybody. Successfully. Successfully, Not just yeah. did it. Like exactly. Michael had, I could say Lil Wayne had a rock album. Yeah, but <laughs> Michael, Michael had Dirty Diana, which is kind of a rock song. Whew. But Prince had full, you know what I mean? Diamonds and Pearls was an R&B ballad. Yeah. Uh, Purple Rain was a rock ballad. Uh he had sweet R&B songs. Yeah. I mean, he had who who little yeah, red Corvette know. man. That's who? a good song. I, mean, I don't even know. He yeah. takes I the just, cake. I just blew your mind. Blew he takes the cake. Mind. But I will, in aspect of the of the feminine shit, music definitely fluctuates between ultra feminine and ultra masculine. Like yeah. if you think about like we were saying before, the '80s had like all the like long hair metal rock, and like mm-hmm. everybody was wearing island. And then all of a sudden, like the early 2000s, you saw it come around again. Everybody loved punk rocks, wearing yeah. you know Green Day with the eyeliner and shit. And then it goes away, and then it's just weird. It just fluctuates like that. So yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't there are always those weird dudes who are into metal though. Like that's always yeah, but that's like, always there. Nobody on the radio right now is wearing eyeliner. In hip hop, they are. Who is yeah, wearing eyeliner? Like, Hobson like, like do that young, kind of shit? Yeah. Like, Hobson, like, Hobson like just had Thug, like the fucking... Like Young Thug yeah, and young uh, Lil Thugger. Uzi Vert. I don't know if you guys know Lil Uzi Vert. He has like yeah, nose rings. And, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. he calls himself a rock star. Yeah, they're trying to bring that back. Oh, Young Thug Consciously. wore a dress on his album cover. Yeah, on uh, Jeffrey. Yeah, yeah. And that's why yeah, I think yeah. it's going to come back, dog. That's why I think... So hip-hop is kind of taking that mantle, Yeah, hip-hop's kind of going through its 80s Hip-hop's turning gay, dog. Getting gay, dude. Yeah, so... 
But it's a comedy cast. I'm sorry, guys. We went to nah, that's cool. Show. Yeah. <laughs> well, now we're going into hip hop's gay. Y'all ever think about if young thugs sucked off little? Well, th- uh, no. The, uh, the gay, the lesbian rapper. Uh, oh, young, young Ma. Young Ma. Young Ma. Yeah. That's that's new. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, being, I, being a lesbian rapper isn't as gay as being a gay rapper. That's being a true. lesbian, I don't not know. As gay. Yeah, if you're a lesbian rapper, you're pretty much just a dude. You're a dude. Right? You're a dude rapper. Look, they gave yeah, Frank Ocean a Grammy. Fucking pussy. They gave Frank Ocean a Grammy. Of course they did. Not because of the album. Let's be clear. I think Miguel had a better album. Whatever. That's my that's my opinion. Kaleidoscope Dream was a fantastic album. I think it was. And people, I think, uh, I mean, I'm gonna take this this shit right back to music because I think that the weekend, uh, who I like a lot, I like the weekend. Oh, the weekend, I'd say he's up there with Michael Jackson though. Singing I'd say wise? the weekend's up with Michael Jackson. Gayness wise or, or talent wise? I say the weekend's like talent? up there in talent with Michael no, Jackson. No, yeah, no, no, shot. no. I'm saying the weekend, the weekend, no. the yo, weekend. Ten years from now, you're gonna be like, yo, Eric. The weekend, <laughs> yo, Eric. You're gonna be like, yo, I don't know if you remember he, he me, a, but you did the couple, podcast one time. He has no. I don't think we got one song that's moved me. The he's weekend. Like, he's good. Look, he's a really good singer. In that he's got like the quintessential R and B voice. He's got that part of that. You don't know. Yeah, yeah, he's got yeah. that whole thing going. Yeah, but like, he just he just move it, move along like just ignore it. that happened. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> no, but 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 the thing is, Miguel came out with Kaleidoscope Dream like in 2012 or 2013, dog, and that album was like, I never heard anything like that. You no, know it was pop R. It was it was rock R and B. Yeah, dude. And then the weekend did something very similar. I'm not saying he, he he copped off of it at all, but like, first of all, I think Miguel has a better voice in the weekend. I think they both have terrible hairstyles. <laughs> I think they're both tied for equally shitty hairstyles. <laughs> well, Weekend got a haircut now, so it's different. But the weekend's hairstyle, no, actually, that the weekend's like hairstyle is pretty hairstyle. fucking. It was kind of dope. It was kind of weird. It was iconic for being weird, dude. Like it was not dope. But I, I say know. I say they gave Frank Ocean not because of the music. I think Weekend had a better album, but music was still good. Frank's great. I think that he was. They thought he was. A, they thought he was with thought our was future. Gay. They thought he was with our future. Oh, he's with our future. Oh, but, well, he is. Yeah. But they thought he was. They, 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 everything said rapper Frank Ocean. So they thought it was a gay rapper who was successful. Like no, mm-hmm. he was still an R and B singer, but he was still gay, which made it like because it's just it's homophobia in the black community. So they gave him an award more or less for what he's trying to do to change social uh, views on music and artists. Yeah. But I don't think the album. You I know. feel like that's more of like a sign of the times of like our like whatever in like these last few years where like instead of like awarding talent or like whatever they award for the they moment. award for like what's gonna get them like in the good light on social media yeah or or, or not even that just what is what is the forward thinking movie or forward thinking Grammy yeah. I think you had a great bit about um you did that joke about the guy who plays for the Wizards the gay basketball oh, yeah, yeah, player yeah, yeah. dude I that was the first video because I hit you up first of all. I'm amazed. You were the first person. I, I went on a spree this month where I was like hitting, I was going to hit everybody up that's coming into Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. And you were the first person I hit up because you you know, playing this weekend. I did this like a week ago. Yeah. And I sent you a message with like somebody else's name in it or something else yeah. like that. <laughs> I was like, yo, Charlie, swing through or something like that. And I was like, I remember looking at the message after I sent it and I tried to delete it. And I was like, uh, and then I like looked it up. I was like, can you delete Facebook messages? And they were like, for your own inbox, but not theirs. I was like, hey, what the fuck's the point, dude? Just so I don't have to look at this anymore. And so I sent you another one being like, uh, my bad or whatever like that. I, I thought Charlie was some new young hip 
Baltimore. <laughs> like, oh, I'm a child. Okay. I remember. We got I remember. it. We were like, oh, wait. I bet they like caught his eye, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was thinking about it. I remember, I remember I was sitting in my living room doing it, and I remember audibly out loud saying to myself, looking at the message I sent you, saying, well, that's a lost cause. No, like, no, no shot is this guy responding. Nah, this is my home, man. So I, I, I'm trying to do every was, freaking thing yeah. while I'm at home. That's you know awesome, what I mean? Man. If you were, this is Kansas City, probably not. But <laughs> <laughs> I got to come around the way, and, uh, you know, Hell so. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I checked you out. After inviting you on the show, okay, That's and so and so, um, I, first of all, I was really, I was like, ah, dude, this guy is really dope. As soon as you Thank said you were gonna do it, I, I started looking at, it, and the first thing I clicked on was like, you at the Laugh Factory, and you did that joke about, uh, what was the guy's name that plays for the Wizards? Jason. Uh, Jason he's, Collins. He's played for the Wizards. He was. The I have it in first, my notes the here. First professional gay athlete. Is it Jason gay, Collins? Gay player. Yeah. Yeah, check it off. <laughs> yeah, check, check. I wrote that. That was the first thing I wrote down. I was like, and you did the joke about like even Jackie Robinson had the numbers or something like that, where he was like, he was like, yeah, he's 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 gay, but also he's got like three points a game. Like yeah. we're not we're not cutting him because he's gay. Yeah, we're you cutting can't him, cut him. He's gay. you, you know. Get, you get <laughs> that was and it was it was great because it fits directly in what we were saying before. It's like it's not objective anymore. Like when you go to the Grammys, and you know, I can't speak to why Frank Ocean won the award or why you know even like a movie like I dude I don't pay attention that much to pop culture on uh-huh. so like I hear a movie like Get Out wins and then there's always that side of me that's like okay or Moonlight or something like I haven't seen those movies so I don't know if they're actually good or not but there's always a part of me that's going like but of course they won at this time it's like I don't know this is how you know you can't look, help but think it you gotta look at Twitter because mm-hmm. Twitter's honest yeah, yeah. And Twitter will go, it was just bullshit. Twitter's a very good device sometimes. Yeah. It'll go, it was bullshit. It won because of what? Get Out was actually good. I want to check that out. And it's actually, I Dude, think. Dude, Lil Rel's character was, he like was awesome. the best part of the movie. And I actually, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I, it's probably the best movie I've seen this year. And, uh, what about could, Moonlight? Have you it seen was, Moonlight? Because Get, Get Out was the, I haven't seen an original movie mm-hmm. in so long. Like original, not some Marvel or some, you know, which are great. Yeah. What was it about? Get Out was about how it's like a twist on. Like, I remember the Get Out challenge. Everybody was running to the camera and fucking. Go. It was. It I was miss World Star. Pretty dude. much how uh, this community kidnaps uh, black people and takes this white community kidnaps black people and takes over their bodies. Oh snap! It's like it's they kinda, transfer old people's brains. So it's kind of like a sci-fi thing. It's kind of like it's kind of like some X Files type of. Uh, it's like a white community or white family. White community. That's like. Oh wow! They're all in on it, in on it. Mm-hmm. And Get Out was the most original movie I've seen in a very long time. And Moonlight was actually good. So those two, yeah, those two. Okay. Moonlight was actually good. It was okay. Like, oh fuck! Yeah, it was up against La La Land, which like I thought dude, La La Land sucked. Fuck musicals, dude. Fuck a musical. I mean, musicals, I hey, musicals. I you know, listen, I got a problem with white people doing jazz. I got a problem with Ryan Gosling doing jazz. Like you gotta, <laughs> like, you gotta Emma Stone, like, oh really? This, dancing. this this tortured jazz musician is also the most beautiful man in the world, and his singer girlfriend is also beautiful. You yeah, can't. it's like, dude, nobody's buying that you're not famous, dude. Like you're like, fucking hot as shit, dog. You're Come in on. LA. If it had been Steve, if it had been dog, I'd rather bang you than Emma Stone. Honestly, if it had been Steve Buscemi, I probably would have believed it. Like, <laughs> he looks like he's been playing jazz for 10, 15 years. I'm just tired of Emma Stone, dude. She does. I don't. I, I'm just tired of like that. I don't like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He kind of fucking annoys I like me. Emma Stone, she's cool. <laughs> Emma Stone, she kind of looks like a marshmallow to me, dude. She's like, she's like the quintessential white. She's like super white. Yeah, she's like super white. She's, it's like she's really, she's me. really good actor, though, man. I don't know. It's like every time I watch her, it's like I don't you watch Birdman. Birdman yes, I did. Birdman was a good movie. Shit. She was good in that shit. Yeah, but dude. like, who was really good in that movie? It was uh, first of all, Edward Norton, my boy. Michael Knackis was good. Zach oh yeah, Max I forgot he was in great. that. Edward Norton, first of all, he's he's a Maryland boy. He's from Columbia. He is. He's dope. 
Edward Norton's a great actor. Uh, Michael Keaton crushed it, dude. Batman. Everybody, everybody crushed it in that movie. Now think about it. But like, Emma Stone was like third on my list for like people that crushed it in that movie, dude. Really? She was probably That's... like second on my list of who I'd fuck in that movie. <laughs> I mean... The first being Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't find her that hot, dude. She like I'm not saying yeah, I would turn was, her down. She but was like, hotter in that movie than she was in La La Land. Though. I'll tell you what. I went to go see. She was kind of like fucking. She was like a druggy kid. And yeah. I don't know. She was like kind of skinny and like. I was like, oh, okay. Which one of you guys her. said fuck musicals? Was that you, Eric? I said that. Yeah. All right, Eric. Me. Let me tell you something. Have you seen Beauty and the Beast yet? Not the new one. No. Why my, would I want to? Yo, trust me. My girlfriend had me come see it with her. And it was really fucking good, dude. And I got to tell you, I was very pleasantly surprised because they said Emma Watson's in it. And the whole time I'm thinking like, yo, fucking Emma Watson, thinking it was Emma Stone. I was like, I do not want to see this movie. Yeah. And I went there and I was like, oh, it's a Hermione Emma. I was yeah. like, hell yeah, the Harry Potter Emma. And I watched not- it. She's way better looking than Emma Stone, in my opinion. Oh, and that sure. movie was fantastic, dude. And it was a full really? musical. They were singing like every like five minutes. Can I minutes. just tell you? Awesome. It, I think two days ago, someone told me that they went to go see Beauty and the Beast. Don't listen to them. And they ate edibles, and they didn't realize it was a musical, and they just left. <laughs> dude, <laughs> you're gonna listen to that. You're gonna listen to that guy's critique of the movie that, over dude, mine, man. dude. Fuck yeah, that sure. guy. I don't I'm even know not, that I'm guy. I'm not into was. musicals, man. I like live ones, like like a Broadway shit. I'm just saying, like I went in there with no expectations. I went in there like eating some popcorn and some candy, and I was like, I just gotta sit through this shit. I like dude. a Scrubs musical episode. I like. Well, Scrubs is the best. No, you know the Scrubs best. Is you know classic, the best musicals. Dude. Episode South Park. South Park. Did you did you ever watch Even Stevens? No. Even Stevens was that like Disney Channel st- show with like it was Shia, Shia LaBeouf's LaBeouf, yeah. first yeah, show. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. And there is a musical episode where his sister on the show had the flu, and yeah. it was called the Influenza episode. Yeah. And it was just a musical. It was so good. Yeah, I see. Honestly, the best I've ever seen. I think <laughs> musicals can be very powerful. That's why I think Disney movies caught on so much, dude. Hercules. You never see Hercules, no. the Disney movie? You never no. saw the cartoon? Oh, that was great. Dude, Dog. For real? Oh, Dog. Sorry. What about Mulan? They made I've us watch Mulan. that in ninth grade. Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy was in that. The yeah. late The late 90s uh, musical Disney movies with the old school animation. Because you know like the new school animation that like it's like 3D and like everybody's head well, it's is all like perfect. weird. You mean, it's yeah, like weird fucking like, You like Lion King and Aladdin. Yeah, dude. You know what? I, I've never seen Frozen, but I don't want to see Frozen because I hate that <laughs> animation what? style. I, I hate isn't it. Frozen the number one Disney movie Frozen ever? was good though. Or was it Finding was Dory? Or Finding uh, well, Nemo? The, the mo- Finding Frozen. Nemo was was at at its time but but frozen had that one song let it go which won like a grammy frozen is it, it was like a number one hit frozen or something was like that. that good of a movie i, I liked, didn't see uh, it i liked the tangled movie did you ever see that I saw tangled. tangled was good you like the off-kilter ones that like six people saw at disney <laughs> like <laughs> one nobody I'm saw like, i like the underground i like the stuff. donald the donald trump <laughs> the prince uh, and the frog yeah <laughs> i know right <laughs> the, the, fuck the, dog? the black disney character nobody saw yeah, like, Tangled. <laughs> which was there was one with a black character what was that one was that prince and the frog yeah prince and the frog oh yeah. shit okay i didn't yeah. see that one i yeah, didn't see that one it was in new orleans and some brothers her daddy was in a gang it was weird dog Lion King, Hercules, that era of Disney movies was like Jungle Book oh, and all that uh, shit. Aladdin, yeah. And I think I, I don't think I'm saying that because I'm biased because I grew up with that. I legitimately think that those fucking movies were just they were better. better but you dog. know what? Though, they you were know just what, better. Though? Just like we talked about Pryor and Chappelle, it's just generational. 
Mm-hmm. We just grew up, but now kids are growing up with those weird, like fucking, like everybody's head is like, like the Disney movies, like Hercules looked dope, dude. He was fucking chiseled, had the fucking jawline, and now it's like if that movie would be made in 2017, he'd be like some like bulby fucking weird looking, no, like, cat googly nose, yeah, like <laughs> some fucking stupid like up animation the, or something. All the art like, style now, like I feel like all art style in kids' cartoon shows is like. Stupid. Like, driven from each other. Yeah. And it's like all driven from like Tumblr fan art and shit. So now like God almost damn. every like cartoon just looks everyone has like big ass heads, red noses. It makes like, me fucking sick, dude. Shitty but fucking look, glasses. I'm not gonna and, tell like, Disney what they, they they know what they're doing. You know what I mean? I oh, mean for sure. They they got Marvel now. They're good. Yeah, they're they got Marvel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said you saw Guardians of the Galaxy? I saw Guardians, dude. It was, it was great. It was amazing. It uh it's my third favorite movie this year third fourth third favorite what what other movies came out this year that were good get out was probably the best because get out was the only original get out. I, I forgot what was the other one that was uh year? second place that was january uh, uh logan logan really Lo- you seen logan i have not dude yeah, i am the worst a, person you want a logan movie. poster no i'm good okay i got a bunch of free posters oh, over you, there bro. i get perks i used to huh? work at a movie theater oh yeah I, like stole all these <laughs> logan, logan was fucking raw man logan was uh Logan was uh, just raw. It felt like it could really happen. <laughs> yeah. Logan just felt gangster. That was the one with like Wolverine's daughter or something, right? Something like that, yeah. Logan yeah. was just fucking real. Apparently they're like re-releasing it in black and white or something I saw. Maybe. It I could take like, it away. You know why? Because it looked like that. It, looked, it was just dark. Dude, I remember Mad Max when they said like the Blu-ray was going to have a black and white version. Yeah. I, like After I saw the movie, I was like, I'm definitely watching that. And then like, I don't know. I lose interest in things very quickly. Yeah, right, dude, Max is why? By like, the way, Tom Hardy's the best actor. Oh, yeah, he's about to do Venom, right? Is he? I think so. I think I just Yo, saw like a news is article. He Venom for Spider-Man? Yeah, like they're about to do uh, Tom Hardy R-rated Venom or something. Yo, uh, see, gonna, Venom was a bad guy though. How is he gonna? Yeah, they well, didn't. I mean, ma- they need to make Peter Parker a dick again, like he was in the video games and the cartoons and shit. I like I how the, the kids. Are, Kids, are, he's a snappy t- shit talking. I like that. Yeah, he's supposed to be a dick, kind of. Like he's supposed to be like kind of a nerd, but like not he's really just a smart ass. Tobey Maguire was, I mean, he was believable, Peter Parker, but Spider Man's supposed to like be saying like corny shit while he's like fucking. I think this shit. kid is though. You know, what's the kid's name? Uh, the Tom, Tom something. something. Man, I feel like they keep on getting younger, dude. Was Deadpool he's like, always but that's, He's supposed to be young in the comics. <laughs> they were getting high school. Like, they were know, getting twenty-year-olds like, to play high school kids. You know I what I mean? know, like, but that's what you're supposed to do in a movie. I don't want to see an actual high school well, kid. But I don't want to see hot girls walking down the hallway in a high school and know that they're actually seventeen when I'm watching the movie. I want to see like twenty-one-year-old girls playing high school girls so I can feel all right thinking they're hot. Yeah, it just makes off. it weird for me. Otherwise, <laughs> like I don't want, I don't want, I don't want uh, what's her name, Mary Jane, to. To be actually sixteen, yeah, I want to fucking want to bang Mary Jane the whole time. Well, that makes back. the movie more fun. Well, watch the Kristen Stewart version if you want to bang. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I'm saying, dude. Or uh, no, Kirsten Dunst was a good Mary Jane. You're right. I said Kirsten. Kirsten Stewart. Yeah, Kirsten, Kirsten Stewart was. Uh, I get my white girl names mixed remember up. Remember that yeah. Emma Stone was fucking Mary Jane. And she was. Andrew Garfield. 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 That's when I really lost faith in Spider Man, dog. I was actually, like, it's the end for funny. me. I'm weird, dude. I like Andrew Garfield better than Tobey Maguire. I did too. And I'm gonna say some. He had shit. more swag. I'm gonna say some shit that's gonna make my show get canceled. He was canceled. more Spider Man. Yeah, he was. I'm gonna say some shit that's gonna get my my show canceled tonight. Oh, no one's gonna listen to it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, dude. I appreciate the second Star Wars. Star Warses. They weren't amazing. Oh, the prequels. The prequels. I appreciate them because they helped tell the story. They weren't amazing. They weren't great. But listen, who the fuck is gonna act like they didn't want to see? 
how Darth Vader became Darth Vader. Exactly. Or like or like in all of the old movies when they just reference all this shit that like they'd never show. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, <laughs> I, I fought with your father in the Clone Wars. Yeah. And, and it's who, like, oh, what is that? That sounds now dope as shit. shit. And <laughs> give me a better fighting scene than Darth Maul versus fucking Liam Neeson and what's the name? Come on. Yeah. They they didn't have this shit that Luke was doing in the first three was stupid. Just geez, yeah, but it's now like, they had to fucking. It was it, it made it more physical. This is another thing that you. It goes back to the whole uh, like context thing, dude. Because I had never seen Star Wars until like last month. Yeah, we, were we sitting made here. him watch Star Wars. Yeah, I was sitting here with Dark go. Mark <laughs> and Eric. <laughs> I was I've never si- seen Star Wars, dude. It was mind blowing because I didn't realize how much other shit was in. First of all, I had no idea that Star Wars, like the first one, we watched Episode Four, uh-huh. like the first one that was ever made and i had no idea that like first of all it was like a it was like a space western like the mm. fucking luke lived on a ranch in yeah. space i was like dude i did not expect this i was thinking the whole time <laughs> so fucking funny dude i was like what the fuck like when the when the movie started and the credits are like they have like in a world like and it's like he going like, backwards oh, that's where this I was is like from? oh that's where that shit's from because i had seen that in so many other things yeah. and i didn't realize that they were parodying or like copping off of dude it was amazing but at the same time like it it's was made in like 1970. I mean, look, it, it was mad cheesy. How you hard? Look, it, it, how am I supposed to enjoy that? Like, I can see the special effects sucking. They look corny. You gotta just take yourself out of it and just be like, okay, let's just objectively. Well, because the story was purely good versus evil, which always works in movies. Mm-hmm. And there is no greater villain than Darth Vader. The Force is a fantastic concept. The yes. Force, how people can tune in. I was thinking about that because, like, yeah, you know, I was like studying a lot of like philosophy and other, th- other things and like people talking about like manifesting reality and all this other shit and like using the force and like tapping into it to manipulate your surroundings or whatever and i was like okay dope and then i watched star wars and they're talking about the force and they're like you can use this for good or the sith use it for even i was like okay i see where they're going with this i That's see right. where they're going with this and the new it's ones, like the god it's just amazing like oh my god i think rogue rogue one might, i haven't gotten to see that one best. yet i hear one it's of the good best star movies ever done it's pretty fucking good I mean, I I've only seen I've only seen that first. Well, you know what, Eric, you've seen all of them. Have comedy, but you don't know fucking stuff. I gotta go. What time is this shit over? Sorry, I spent too much time watching your bits. Jesus, not enough time watching all the Star Wars prequels. Next question, bro. Next fucking. That's like literally what happens. I do another podcast with um, there's a comedian around here named Dark Mark. Okay, and um. We do a podcast called The Darkest, and we just make all of our guests watch uh, Menace to Society. Ah. We we watch that movie, and then we just interview them about like either parts of the movie they got like, (gasps) like we'll just watch them like like in the opening scene where the store clerk gets shot and like they steal the surveillance tape and shit. People just be like gasping, really laughing at him. (laughs) But we had him on, and he was like, "I've never seen Star Wars," and we're like, "What?" You guys, that's embarrassing. That's fucking embarrassing. Nah, it's just weird. I, I'm very, I'm like I, I was telling you, I'm very out of touch with uh, what's what's going on around outside of Bro, this garage this is door. Star Wars, though. This is like before you became out of touch. This movie was big. Like, <laughs> dog, I don't know, man. I don't know what to tell you. I, think, I mean, greatest trilogy of all time, maybe. It's just like well, if I it was only three like episodes, and yeah, it's such yeah. like a mainstream thing now. Like almost every like yeah, cartoon has like dude. a fucking like Family Guy has like eight Star Wars spinoff yeah, episodes. Like fucking you know every single thing is referenced it. So it's just funny to be like watch him be like, oh that's where oh whoa yeah I just never <laughs> dude I had no idea that Obi Wan <laughs> Kenobi was a person. Yeah. I had no, Listen, I thought he was like an alien this looking is guy. You, this is how you know Star Wars. <laughs> this is how you, this is how you know Star Wars is the greatest franchise of all time. <clears throat> whatever George Lucas has only made 
directed three movies in his career. You look at his IMDb, he has nothing up there. He has TH, whatever. THX. Yeah, he has the uh, American story, the 60s story thing. Back what in the about day. Indiana Jones? He produced. So I'm saying as far as he produced a lot of shit. But as, as a director, he only had to do Star Wars and he he was done. He has <laughs> oh, a ranch. Saying, he has a whole ranch. He's a ranch. His, his <laughs> IMDb isn't more than 12 movies because he didn't have to do shit. Think about it. You think he has a Martin Scorsese fucking library of film? No, he had Star Wars, Star Wars epics and in a two or three more things. As someone who is familiar with, uh, you know, obviously how the process works more than I am, both of you guys are, can you please explain to me what the difference between a director and a producer is in the in the context of movies? Okay. A, dire- uh, you would, you a director physically is there lining up, excuse me, lining up shots and figuring out what's going to look like, telling the actors I need more from you or uh, uh, showing them how they want this line. What, what, this is what you're feeling right now in this scene. And get this shot from up here and you're going to get the slow-mo shot from here. You know, they're physically there in the scene. Producer doesn't even have to show up on set. Producer gets the money together. He he hires the director a lot of the times. He hires the writers. He'll hire the casting agency to cast the people. He'll he'll be the interlink. He'll be the conduit between the studio money and uh, uh, the actual directors. He's the guy in the middle. So, for example, like... Just uh, making shit get done. Making shit get done. Like, for example, uh, Lawrence Bender is the producer for all Tarantino movies. They're like a tag team. You know, um, Brian... Uh, what's his name? Uh... Ron Howard makes the movies, but Brian, what's his fucking name with the hair? Uh, I forgot his name, but he's a producer. So Brian Singer. Brian, uh, no, no. Brian he's Singer's like director. the pedophile. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, he got off. He was. He was. Is it. there a guy named Brian Neiman? Could be. Brian, I don't know. But That's anyway, yeah. But of. producer doesn't even have to go on set. They they put the money together. They're the money people, and the director does all. Or the like, yeah, they get like someone to get casting done, or like you know. Yeah. It's, it's it all depends on the scale of things too, like. Uh, Harvey Weinstein's a big producer, hasn't directed a film, you know. Just bankrolls. Just bankrolls, baby. So you're the money guy. You're the P Diddy. Okay, okay. You That's know? still a respectable career like, for George Lucas. Amazing. I mean, dude, That's once the- you made Star Wars, it's like what the fuck else? Star Wars is like. Like that's like the equivalent of being like, yeah, I wrote, I wrote the Bible, dude. Like, what the fuck else I need to do? Yeah. Like I fucking wrote, like I this is my magnus opum. Like, yeah. how much more do you want from me, dog? Like three I made Thriller. Movies, like I could make, more. I could make Bad also, but also yeah. like who gives a fuck? I don't know. So did he end up directing the new trilogy, George Lucas? No. I never really got he into had nothing. it. Yeah, nothing. He 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 sold it off. And they have these all new people. These all us. Well, these all I, fans. I, I know, like um, it's magnum like opus, for the for like the Force Awakens <laughs> trilogy, but I mean for like, I th- I feel like he still directed like the episode one through. No, he directed three. episode one, and then they hired uh, Lawrence. Um, he only did one. He produced all of Indiana Jones. Okay, he produced yeah. all that shit. Interesting. But he only directed the first one, and it was too, it was so stressful. He couldn't do it. He couldn't direct it anymore because wow. he almost you know he lost his wife. He almost went broke, you know. He it was a, it was a stressful thing, but it was yeah, worth it. Yeah. He's, he's the richest, and he's still oh, the richest yeah. director of all time. Oh yeah, because he sold his whole franchise. He sold his franchise. Disney, dude, so, like, yeah, so he hasn't done. That's insane. He hasn't directed in a very long time, but you know, now he just kind of I don't know what he does now. He he creates industrial light and sound, so everybody mm-hmm. who uses special effects, who's anybody, technically yeah. goes to him. So he, well, yeah, he, he so he owns like, he owns special effects now, mm-hmm. pretty much. So he's just stupid rich. That's crazy. Were you out in L.A. at the time when you did the? Uh, the Laugh-A-Palooza thing for Jimmy Fox? Uh, yeah, I did that. Oh, shit. That was my first year of comedy. Really? My, my cocky ass, I was doing comedy for nine months, and I submitted to a festival because hey. I felt like I was that, <laughs> I felt like I was that fucking Yeah, we've all good, been there. Go. Right? Yeah. And I, I, get, too, and, I, and, I, and I get in. Because of course I get in because I'm that fucking good. And I fly <laughs> yeah. to Atlanta, 
Lil Rel was hosting. He wasn't even, uh, anybody at the time. He was that's how I met him. He wasn't even presented. He wasn't by even. Kevin he Hart wasn't yet. even presented. He's like a new guy. <laughs> He's there, uh, but I'm on the bill. He's bringing up me up. You know why? Because I'm that fucking good. <laughs> I go on stage and I bomb my fucking ass off. <laughs> Is that why they stopped doing Laugh at Palooza? I bomb. I I killed it. So I was so bad. They stopped Laugh Palooza. I bombed my fucking ass off. And, uh, I, and, I, and I, I quit. What's over? I quit comedy. I was like, I'm done. I said, fuck this shit. I quit. I couldn't. I never bombed before. I never yeah. really bombed until that point moment. I, you know, That's I had a big bomb. Too. Some jokes, yeah. Some jokes didn't work, but I was. I Jamie Foxx saw you bomb? He, I don't think he was there. I don't think. Oh, uh, you're lucky, dog. But I, I, you know, I, I never. mentioned you in Django. Just maybe. <laughs> I never really bombed until that moment. And then I, like, you know, like, a little small. Not even at, like, a bar show or anything? No, I don't even, like, open small. mics. Like, what kind of bomb are we talking? Like, booze I'm talking about, or like, no s- s- jokes, nothing. Nothing, yeah. <clears throat> and there's a full crowd. Exactly. Yeah. Now, at open mic. Some jokes wouldn't work, but I would get you back off personality. Because nobody's, yeah, joke. exactly. It's like, ha, ha, ha. So I never, I had, I had sets that weren't great, but I never bombed, like, from beginning to end, nothing. Was that yeah. the first pay, like, okay, so open mics, I feel like the difference is, people go to open mic, and it's like the bar, the standard is so low, because you don't really know what to expect. Like, you expect some newbies, you expect some good people. Yeah. At the end of the day, everybody's there, and, and chances are, you probably didn't pay to get in. Yeah. But then you come to a show like laugh at palooza where people are paying for tickets and shit, and they have a comedian come up that sucks, or like... Well, Fuck I think that, I think you know? I think I think they would just kind of see. It's like the new. We were picked by Jamie. Well, we were picked by the, the organization that Jamie was, you know, producing. So people just kind of trusted. Okay, well, Jamie Foxx must know who the new. You know, like if yeah. if, if Kanye vouches for some artist, like you could go, oh, I'm gonna take a listen because he's Kanye. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, or like Shaq's comedy all stars or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was yeah. it was just like that. Yeah, and yeah. at the same time, it was a whole weekend. So you know, it, it, you know, and I guess somebody might have headline. I don't know, but I bombed. I quit comedy. I quit that day. And um, yeah. but in a festival, you, if you're booked for the festival, you gotta do like three or four more shows. Mm-hmm. So I'd already quit, and mm-hmm. so in my mind, I like I'm gonna go back to L.A. Fuck this shit. I don't go give back a fuck. to Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so when I went on Ultimate Red Velvets again, exactly. Here you go. So <laughs> in my, my life, in my in my next show, I since I, had, I was gonna quit anyway. I literally didn't give a fuck how I did. Yeah. So I was gonna go up there and, and talk shit for five minutes and get the fuck off stage, yeah. <laughs> which ended up becoming the best thing I'd ever done. Yeah, for sure. Because as you know, as a comedian you know better you kind of can't care yeah for sure and so the fact i thought i was gonna quit i went up there and i just naturally just talked and chilled and thought what i did what i thought was funny yeah and i ended up doing well you said you said it what's this guy going okay matt brown this is a setup there you go yeah dude (laughs) you said it that you said uh you gotta be you yeah and that i mean that that rings it it's fucking real, dude. It's real. It's it's hard. I feel like trying too hard is definitely a thing, or taking yourself too seriously is definitely a thing. Yeah, like I fall into that all the time, and and with music especially, um, it's hard to find your sound because you don't really realize how much of who you are is just an amalgamation of everything you've heard up until that point. That's true. And you come up with a certain melody, you come up with a certain riff or a certain like even even and and with artistry in general, comedy and music. So much of it revolves around how you present your image, mm-hmm. and 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 people would always tell me that they were like, you know, what's your image? Like, who? What are you? And it's so hard to define if you don't. You have to know who you are before you can, before you can present that to the public. And so it happens, and we've talked about this before on the podcast, where certain people who make it too young, they are in the public 
they're in the public view before they've actually had time to develop into who they're going to become. Mm-hmm. And so then the people actually expect them, they almost expect them not to grow or something yeah. like that. But the hardest thing for me has always been like just once once you bless you by the way thank you once you figure it out in inside who you are and once you understand yourself then then the rest kind of just follows the performance kind of follows because the performance is really just an extension of who you are yeah and so that's why i mean i think that's why people gravitate to art in general so much because it really comes down to it's so much just about self-realization and especially with comedy because you watch somebody up on stage and the best comedians, the best comedians are the ones who are just talking to you like we're talking right now. Yeah. yeah. And it that's that's the difference. And until, you know, up until that point, you know, when you're first starting out, you're looking at guys like Jimmy Fox and maybe you don't even realize that you're biting off him a little bit or biting mm-hmm. off prior, or biting off somebody else. But then once you once you have that moment and also a lot of it has to do with failure once you fail and then you have to actually look inside yourself and be like, is this really something I wanted to do or is this only something I wanted to do because I thought I was good at it? Because if I actually have to fucking work at this and I have to actually sacrifice things in my life, then you know, I don't, I don't know. And so that's what I think it's interesting that you had that experience and that was what kind of paved the way for the rest of your career. Yeah. I, I, I really think that, uh, I learned a lot. I think, uh, um, you know, Eddie, you know, Bill Cosby used to steal from Richard from from uh Dude, Bill well, Cosby like stole from Robin George Williams. Carlin. He's still from George Carlin. Uh Pryor stole from Cosby. And you know, that's a rule. You can't even do that shit now. But yeah. a lot of comedy it, was like that. Lot, that's how it was. It, it didn't matter. It, was like, it wasn't oh, it was but there wasn't YouTube. There wasn't you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. I think every comic is trying to be their favorite comic their yeah, first yeah. two years. What's up, buddy? Yeah, how you yeah. doing, man? This is uh, uh Matt Brown. Hey Matt is live Yo, audience right now. Oh shit. Welcome to the show. You pop, <laughs> bring the cocaine back out one more time. For, for the um, oh, there you go. Oh, you look at that. Give me that. Right on camera. I love it. <laughs> no, you're, you're not on camera. That's off camera right? I was going to put it on camera. Shit, so it's on your spurs. Doing that loud. About to be a sweep, baby. <laughs> um, I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, but you know, you're, you are your influence that first two years. Whoever you, your mm-hmm. favorite guy is, that's who you're trying to be. And then you slowly be- become you. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? So... Uh, I was the worst Chris Rock impression my first. <laughs> but that's y'all can but, sit down. But that's, you listen to Richard. He was Bill Cosby, you know, and you don't know any better. And then you mm-hmm. learn that you got to do what you and talk about your experiences. So. Damn, that's the, dude, that's the game ran, buddy. You know, setting this up. For Welcome you. to the show, guys. How you? What's your name? Abby. Abby. I'm Terrell. Nice to meet you. What's your name, buddy? Matt. Matt. Comedians. Comedian. Okay. Cool. Super cool. Take a quick little break, boys. We'll be right back. If you want to be on camera, you can sit on the couch. Fuck no. I'll stay awkwardly close to Rel, though. I already already did something illegal here. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Be on camera. Um, Does your brother do comedy too? Working up to? Nah, he didn't do shit. He's a writer. (laughs) Rents. Yeah, rents battle. Real insurance. Terrence. He's in real estate and shit. That's legit. Sounds like me, dude. Fucking bitch. Making money. So you. So you. Lived around here. You lived in D.C., but you never tried any of the open mics that were nah, around man, back then. I didn't. I didn't really. I didn't know that. I didn't know there was a scene when I was here. When I was, mm-hmm. I lived. I moved ten years ago. I didn't know there was a. Okay. Well, there really oh, wasn't shit. a comedy scene, really. Not really. DC, there was a couple rooms, but not many. All that, I just all know that the Sean, ones from like the old dudes yeah, that still hang around. All that Sean Joy shit wasn't around yet. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think there's something called like. Um, 
Improv is always here. Stand up comedy to go. Stand up comedy to go was around maybe. Um, dude, high tops has always been around. That they started in like oh seven, I think. Right, I was like around. Well, you might have already been gone. I was already gone, man. I was already in L.A. bombing, so I didn't even. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even even know about those places. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, the scene comes out of nowhere. I'm like, what the fuck was this? When I was here, so. I could have been bombing in D.C. <laughs> who'd you, uh, so who'd you come up with in L.A.? Who'd you, I came who up, are the guys you're coming up with? Our our crew was, uh, our crew's doing well now. Our crew was like, uh, I don't know if you know, Yasser Lester. Okay. Uh, I've heard of him, yeah. Gerard Carmichael. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Jamar yeah. Neighbors. Hell yeah, um, dude. We had a, we had a, we had a good little open mic crew coming up and everybody's kind of doing well now. So Hell yeah. Up. That's always cool to see. Like, I remember... I was following like all the Chicago dudes when they moved to New York, like yeah. the Pete Holmes and like the TJ Miller and all those dudes. It was crazy to see like those guys go to New York and then all blow up. So it's, it's cool weird see, now. Like, it's weird that the five six guys that you hung out with for four or five years, five years maybe, every single day they're yeah. like sweaty and nasty and bombing and eating lunch late and <laughs> arguing Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock till six in the morning, and now everybody's kind of. Like Gerard, like Gerard hit a whole nother level early. Oh, for sure. And we then, got that HBO special. Yeah, he and then Yasser, he was crushing. Then Yasser hit, and I got my shit. It's just like we, we don't hang out no more. <laughs> so we don't <laughs> have time busy. to hang out. Now you're hanging out with us. You got any? Uh, you got any specials coming out anytime soon? I'm not doing shit till it's ready, baby. It's so. I no like, CISO, I, dude. It's so fucking oversaturated right now, in my opinion. With CISO, uh, Netflix yeah. is just fucking HBO, Comedy Central. It's so much shit, dude. It's almost like, what are people watching? Like, how do you watch this shit now? Yeah, I never understood people that have that much time to yeah. watch all that. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, Chappelle's so big, you're going to watch this shit Dude, on So, so you're going to wait until people stop Donald. putting stuff out? No, I'll wait till I feel like, like, I don't want to have a special online or, or like, uh, on Netflix that you don't, like, who's this guy? You want to have a special just like, oh, fuck. Like, remember Chappelle shit came out? Yeah. Everybody knew Chappelle shit was coming Dude, out. People stayed up that night. People exactly. Were like, Who's watching it right now? Let's exactly. Like, uh, like yeah. Ali Wong had got to a point where people and I know in LA were like, oh shit, Ali's coming out with some shit. I want to get to a place like hopefully like a season three of the show, or whatever. People like know my shit's coming. I don't want to be somebody you got to discover. That shit takes too long. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? You want to have Bill Burr. He's got picked up for the second like, season, Bill right? Bill Burr's coming out. you like, you know Bill Burr's shit's coming yeah. out. Yeah, Bill that. Burr's a man. You want yeah, that shit where tops. they got you on like the side of the Staples Center and shit, exactly. like a banner. You want it like yeah. it's already like established. And, uh, and I'm cool. I, don't, I, I, I got nowhere to go. I can wait till then. This is, this is a great way to look at it. Yeah. And you want Yeah, I'm not, I don't need to have 10 specials. Like, I'm not. I and mean, I guess um, Ari Shafir came out of Silver Spring, right? Did yeah, he, he, came, he came out around Is there. He, but, uh, he, no, he but he Maryland. started in L.A., though, too, right? Okay. I think so. He, he, he oh, he's out. one of the emigrants from L.A. He, he was like, dude, I'm moving to Silver Spring to make this shit happen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving L.A., getting the fuck out of California. It's going to be big. <laughs> Suburbs of D.C. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. Um, so, I mean, obviously, Superior Donuts, that's coming back for season two. Yeah. Um, you got anything else you want to kind of – you got a podcast uh, or you got anything? No, nah, man. Got I'm on? going to – I'm here and I go to St. Louis on Wednesday. Hell yeah. There you um, go. I'll be on WUSA News. The news, Good Day DC or something. Hell yeah. On Wednesday. And then I go to St. Louis and uh, go tell these dick jokes, baby. There's only, hey, this what, uh, is a completely uninteresting fact. Yeah. Almost so uninteresting, I almost don't even want to say it anymore. You What's shouldn't. Up? I'm not going to. But I am. Uh, there's only three cities in the entire country. Or only, yeah, only three cities outside of Virginia in the entire country where the city has a different jurisdiction than the county. Uh-huh. And it's Baltimore, Reno, 
in St. Louis. Really? So you going going to the next one, right, dude? Cool. The counties, there you go. See, tour. I can keep that file. I'm gonna get a See? tattoo of that on my back. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Only three cities, separate yeah, jurisdiction. Yeah, <laughs> Virginia doesn't count because I think they have like a different law down there where all of them just have different fucking things. Yeah. But yeah, people don't get that outside of Baltimore. They don't get that Baltimore is different than Baltimore County. Yeah. You know, it's like a whole different thing. Nice. But yeah, I'm glad I, I paved that with the uninteresting caveat. I didn't so. you expect much, you know? I, I was like, hey, I fuck. I didn't you know what I was in for when I got here. Certainly was uninteresting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, give him that. I'll give him that. I'm proud of where you're from. That's, <laughs> That's really what it is, man. Just drawing a lot of maps lately. So are you doing the funny bone in St. Louis? Or the uh, yeah. You, you, you been there? No, nah, I, I did the uh, I did an audition at the funny bone in Syracuse a yeah. couple weeks ago. So I'm trying to... The, if you do like good at that one, they like let you go to the other ones or something. Uh, well, no, I think. Uh, you like audition to maybe host. Yeah, I think right to mm-hmm. host or feature. Damn, you shit on you shit on all your fucking success. Like you're just the host. really. People don't even accept tapes anymore. Fucking asshole. No, it was like. Well, it was like depending on how well I did. Okay. Keep me for host or feature, and like they're already booked up through summer, so it's like. I'm just waiting for the fall dates. She said she was going to email me. Syracuse? Yeah. yeah. Nice. They lost the Rams, but they got Matt Brown. That's so. true. Yeah. Hey, give it up for St. Louis. But the Funny Bones, they seem like really good clubs. I've uh, never been there, man, so I'm excited. And, uh, you know, I've never been to uh, St. Louis. Yeah. So hopefully there's a protest going on there. And, uh, <laughs> hopefully, dude. Usually, hopefully. I don't know. But I, I'm, I'm excited. It's next week. So well, that's uh, right by, what, Ferguson? I don't know where right? it's at, dude. Well, yeah, Ferguson was Missouri. St. Louis is Missouri, I believe. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? They could have something going on. Something's popping off, I'm sure. St. Louis, so, Kansas. Go Nelly. I know yeah. St. Louis is right by Memphis. You guys have fun out in Memphis. There's a ah. lot of cool cities out there, dude. <laughs> My dad's a lot from of dope Memphis. Cities. That's just, I bet Memphis is fucking popping. Home of Elvis, baby. How far is that from St. Louis? Like an hour and a half. It's like Baltimore to D.C. kind of. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Is that close? Yeah, pretty much. Check that out. Yeah. yeah. Just don't go to North Memphis. And no. you have no. a show... Tonight, wh- what time are your two shows? We have Magoobies tonight, uh, 7.45 and 9. 7.45 and 9. Dude, I hope the crowd's nice. I, I can tell you I'm probably going to wind up at the late show tonight. Well, I mean, I'm going to be there regardless. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's going to be at both of them. I'll be I'm, I'm going twice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to check it out, dude. I'll bring some horses or something. And I'll, I'll be drunk. I'm going to be drunk probably. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah dude. I was wondering. why I, I didn't know if you like didn't drink or anything. I no, bought these I, beers I for you. Well, it's too early right now. I gotta okay. go. I gotta that's go. that's what I was thinking too, but I was oh, like, no, "Fuck please, it, I'll have no, four. Go, do your thing. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna take my time. Okay, <laughs> so, so, so I say my alcoholism. I'll give it you. I'll, I'll get you a beer tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. You got um like website, rail battle. Man, I ain't got shit, bro. Got shit. <laughs> you got a Twitter. Instagram? No, I'm just rail battle everything. Rail battle for rail Twitter. Battle. Rail battle for uh. R e l l e. R e l l b a t t l e. So oh 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 no e at the end. Rail battle. What do you mean? Like I, I was thinking, rel was R E L L E, but nah, I was thinking that's like too bougie. That's almost. French. I'm not French. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a, a real bad. Yeah, uh, I'm not on Snapchat, but Twitter and, and uh, Instagram. Oh, you know all the social media sites. We got to do this, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hard, fucked up the game. Yeah, <laughs> at LFTS podcast across the board. Yeah. Eric Glazer, fucking. I got jokes, cuh, on yeah. Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at cool. Jimmy Seleski, check me out at your local high school teacher's wedding anytime yeah. this month. Till <laughs> 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 so next week, y'all. in their eyes and their words are really clear so beat it just beat it you better run you better do what you can don't want to see no blood don't be a macho man you 